Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. You're listening to Vitamin D where we shed light onto your life to help you see the parts of you that have been missing so that we may honor and celebrate ourselves. Well, in case you're wondering, I'm your host Dawn Day and um, I'm here to help you get excited about your life and to carry you on that mission. And today I'm bringing a sensation of transformation as I like to call it. You know, I think about as we transform into this new season with the cold weather and the charm of the holidays, I think about how even though it gets cold because, you know, the earth tilts away from the sun, getting a less light, it still comes back around, putting itself in the direction of the light to start up spring, to spring into a new thing. See, the earth transforms and overcomes and y'all know that everything big is everything small. So what we see with earth, we see with plants, with animals, and we see with ourselves. Now, yes, people are a little bit more complicated and we, they, us may seem as though we are stuck in a place. You may feel that right now. Hmm. Heck, I know I have. But here's the thing. People are able to move forward. People are able to grow. People are able to see something in themselves that the world may not see. And then they're able to acknowledge that to walk in authority of that belief and make the world see them as who they really are. So who are you? (laughs) What do I mean by that? I'm talking about transformation and overcoming because today I have a special guest. Today I have the phenomenal groundbreaking model, Lyris Cross, sitting down to talk to me about her life, career, and her new book, Make the World Your Runway. Lyris is a supermodel, actress, a motivational speaker, and now author who has made her career on showing up where people didn't think she could. From helping to put plus size modeling on the map to her help with diversifying the industry, Lyris has done a lot. And it's no wonder why she is coined as the Naomi Camel of plus size modeling. Hi, hello. We talk about the rigors of breaking into the modeling industry, but really, today's episode is about speaking life and doing it. And like Lyra says, we have to do what we can in the natural before God puts his super on it. So without further ado, it's time for your dose of vitamin D. Get your vitamin D right here with me and get excited about your life. Is she coming? I am here. <laughs> How you doing, Lyris? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good. It's so good to see your face. Oh, thank you. I am loving this red lippy you have on. You know, I just said, let me just pop a little color, you know, in this fall moment. You did that, honey. Um, It's so interesting. We ran in the circle together. So a good friend of mine who you actually uh, recorded the intro to his show, Timothy Snell. Ah, yes. (laughs) <laughs> so I was on the show with Snell. Um, I was uh-huh. his assistant on the show along with Nas yes, McKenzie. So yes. I was talking to him the other day. He said, yes, you better get her. And so we had a whole kiki moment over you. Oh, I love him. I think he just has such a beautiful spirit. And you know, you already know he has great style. Okay. And it's just amazing, <laughs> you know, having that at the forefront, which transfers into the conversation that I want to talk to you about today. Okay, let's go. Um, in. You know, and I was sitting here, I'm thinking, you know, I talked to Purvis and he was saying the rave reviews about you. And of course, I am familiar with your body of work. I lived in New York myself. And 
you know, vitamin D, this podcast, I don't know if you're familiar. It's all about shedding light. Okay. It's a pun uh-huh. off of my name. So I'm shedding light on different ways to think about life and different opportunities. Right. Mm-hmm. And so as I'm gearing up and I'm thinking about having you on here, the first thing that came to my mind was the whole notion of impossible. And you know how sometimes even looking at the word, you know, impossible, but how you've been able to separate that to go into a positive moment that has propelled you to be such an inspiration to so many people. Well, I mean, if you look at the word impossible, if you break it up, it's impossible. Hello? Impossible. And when we remember that, we remember that we are able to achieve anything we've really put our mind to. And if we're really up to doing the work. So I, I, I actually even have a t-shirt that X's out the eye. I mean, the, that breaks up the impossible. So you see that it means I'm possible. The possibilities are endless Come on. with hard work, dedication, and sometimes, you know, sometimes natural talent, but sometimes it's beyond natural talent. It's just the hard work and the favor of God opening doors for you. Hello, somebody. A lot of times I think that God is just waiting to see what we are willing to do, what we are willing to um, sacrifice or how much hard work we're willing to put up to make our dreams come true. And he's like, um, <clears throat> I actually, I did a post about this in my Lyris Motivates hashtag about how uh, we have to do what we can in the natural and then God puts his super on it. But he can't put his super on anything if you're not doing your part within the natural. So you got to go do your part and then he's going to activate and put the super on what you're naturally already doing. And that's, I love that. Thank you. Thank you. But it's just truth. It's just truth. It's, you know, it's kind of like that parent who's like, okay, if you show me some A's, then, you know, I'll put the money up for you to do this or do that. You know, there's a thing where we have to say, and I guess if we talk biblically speaking, faith without works is dead. So we have to make yes. sure that we exercise what we have right now. And then, like you said, put God's hands on it. And it mm-hmm. made me think of the notion that um, sometimes I think we can get in our own way of trying to figure out how God is going to do it. And I even had this conversation with myself today. Yeah. He literally can catch us off guard. And it goes back to what I was saying. It's like, just get working. Start that business. Just apply for the, for the schools, you know, whatever it is that you want to do, just get moving. And it's amazing that once you just start to, work in your purpose or moving your goals, how the help starts to come around. The, the loose ends start to tie. Come on. The um, way becomes, you know, you have a way maker out of the way. You know what I mean? Hello? Like things start to happen, but you just have to move. You just have to get going. You just have to do. So, once we just start doing and moving, it's amazing what what starts to come around us and support us. And we, you know, sometimes it's like overthinking is is not trusting in him. We got to trust. We have to let go. They say if you're going to worry about it, then don't pray about it. <laughs> 
truly. <gasps> we got to trust and we got to let go. And I love that. We got to let go. Oh, I think it's going to happen this way. Ooh, ooh. It may not happen that way. It may happen this way. Just move. Just go. Just do. Just be. Yeah. And speaking of just being and, and it's so interesting because this conversation is going to spearhead of how you allowed your yes to yourself mm-hmm. propel you in your life because there were no's that came your way. Hella no's. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of no's. Still getting no's. <laughs> yeah. And to know you have the crown as like the Naomi Campbell of plus size modeling. Like that's a big deal. That's a moment. But see, what I love about it is just like when we think about life, right? We look at, Mm -hmm. oh, they started here and then the finish, but we realize it's in the journey. And in this journey, you've propelled and gave birth to a beautiful baby. Um, You have your book that we're going to be talking about today about making the world your runway. Yes, my book, my book. I'm so excited about that. So excited. Available on Amazon. Hello, number one. And I want to talk about the fact of... um, you're talking about that because, like you said before, being in a position where you believe in yourself, right? And making sure you hold on to that childlike behavior and even piggybacking off of what you said, your quote. If you think it, you can do it. Period, right? Mm-hmm. So I want to know a little bit about you and how you started off because how did you know that you were possible? Ooh. I always say it's kind of two different things. My father, God rest his soul, was just very motivating. Uh, My father spoke life into me. My mom as well, but there's just something special about a father's love for his daughter. And my father spoke life to me. He told me I could do anything. He told me I was beautiful. He told me I was awesome. And they came together when I decided I wanted to move to New York to pursue my modeling dreams. They came together and supported me in that. They gave me their blessing and they're okay. But when I was a little girl, my dad was running for Congress. There was a photographer who came to the house to do his um, brochure pictures. And he's taking some pictures of my dad and he took pictures of us as a family. And then he said, do you mind if I take some extra pictures of your daughter? So I'm just hamming it up, taking my pictures. And, you know, back then they had to go develop the film and bring it back to you like a week or two later. Mm -hmm. So we get the film back and he's printing out this eight by 10 print of me. And he said, your daughter's really photogenic. You should really get her into modeling. And that seed, I wish I knew this photographer's name to this day, but those words were the seed that were planted in me that made me believe that I could, I could model and I could do anything. And then my father was like my first photographer. My father loved taking pictures as well as being in front of the camera. <laughs> so, you know, I got my practice in front of the camera with my dad as well as, um, as remembering what that photographer said. And it stuck with me for years because also I'm a PK. So I'm a preacher's kid. So they weren't in a rush to get me into modeling. Mm. That wasn't like, Oh yeah, we're going to push her off into modeling. But 
as I got older and matured and they saw like, she's really serious about this. And I'm always watching fashion TV to see the models doing all the shows out in Paris and Milan and London. They're like, she's it, that modeling bug still hasn't gone away. And now she's doing the local mall fashion show and this and that. But I definitely say it is that seed from that photographer and just the seeds of my parents speaking life into me mm. and telling me that I could do anything that I really put my mind to. Those are the things that propelled me to feel I could do what was the impossible as far as moving to New York to pursue my modeling dreams. That's why I even talk about in the book how important it is for parents to embrace the different gifts and abilities that are in their children's lives. Um, cause you never know, you know, you might be the parent who's getting upset at your one child who always breaks his toys and is trying to figure out ways to put it back together. That could be a future engineer. Hello. That child that's, uh, very talkative and is always challenging you. Maybe they're supposed to be a lawyer. Hello. You know, we have to really speak life mm. and, and help children as well as adults too because there are a lot of adults who are still finding their purpose and um or they're shifting from one career to a new career because they didn't realize you know i started doing this job because this is what my parents said was like you know guns versus butter you know type Mm -hmm. of job but now i realize i'm really into this and i'm gifted in this and they're doing a shift, but we have to support people and, and especially children with letting them find their ways and embracing the different gifts and talents that they have. Because just because your sister failed at it, it doesn't mean that your daughter's going to fail at it. Hello? Just because uh, Miss Jenkins across the hall didn't do well in that career, that doesn't mean that your son isn't going to do well in that career. A lot of times we're pushing our own fears on to other people and it's blocking them or they're allowing what is said to them to block them from really going after their purpose, their new career, whatever it is. So we have to be mindful and careful with that. And I love that because... um I am a advocate, a component like Lyrius. I'm so serious about speaking life. I have life tatted in my mouth because I'm Ooh, all wow. look, you want to see. It? <laughs> <laughs> Let me see. Wow. Very first tattoo. But it's because I'm an advocate. I am so gun ho about speaking life. Like you said, with that seed invested in you. So like with my nephews. And in fact, I was just watching um, the new film on Netflix called Jingle Jangle. Mm-hmm. And it's with Forrest Whitaker, um, Anika, Noni Rose is in there and a few other upcoming actors. But that was one thing that I thought was key. It was like the black version of Disney. And you saw the importance of how speaking life into her husband, speaking life into this little girl who was unconventional with her methodology of putting kinks together. And um, it just reminded me. And it's so good to know that there are people out there to understand and how important these these instruments on the side of our heads are. You know, mm-hmm. once I read how someone said that your ears are like an embryo. Mm-hmm. What you feed into them allows them to grow. Mm-hmm. 
And so we see how this seed has propelled you in a life that many people would have dreamed. Many people Mm -hmm. who had stopped when the first no, because guess what? It wasn't a roadblock. It was just a step up. But there's a a muscle that takes to that. So I think it's so interesting as we're talking about how you literally made your life your runway, how Mm -hmm. you got the looks and the attention of before you were going to New York of these model agencies saying they want you, but it seemed as though they were trying to slight you with, hey, you might need to lose weight. They did. How did you handle that? Well, I mean, at first I did try to lose the weight, um, but when you are just naturally a curvy woman, a curvy young lady at that time, uh, you can only lose but so much. I mean, I played sports year round. I did uh, cheerleading, then I did basketball, then I did track and field. So it wasn't like I was just sitting around, you know, not being active and eating a bunch of stuff every day. I was a really active child. I just, I'm just naturally been curvy ever since I was a little girl. So I tried to do it their way and then it just didn't work. I didn't fit in. And then I said, let me figure out a way to make them adjust to me. Let me take the thing that they think is going against me and let me show them that it's not a liability. It's actually an asset. Come on. So Lyris, you listen, you get me so excited. I talk about your life bank account and I talk about how my motto is that you are your greatest asset. What are the deposits versus liabilities you are placing in your life? Girl, you better speak. I'm sorry. Go ahead. (laughs) But it's it's the truth. Um, A lot of times the things that we think count against us are actually the things that make us unique that make us different, that make us stand out. So when I, at the beginning of my career, when I was like doing music videos and stuff, I was the thickest girl on set. But to me, I felt special because it, because of it. Yeah. I may not, I may not have felt so special when I go to wardrobe and all they have is stuff to fit girls who are a size two to a size six and they want to like put you in a bathing suit just because that's the only thing they have that really stretches. But that's why I would be prepared. I would come to set with my own clothes. You're not going to just throw me in anything just because I'm the fullest girl on set. So, um, so yeah, I, I figured, let me stand in the truth of who I am Mm. And also, let me go where I'm celebrated. Mm. So that's why, uh, even though I was signed to a major New York agency at the time, I said, well, let me go work, you know, do some music videos because maybe they'll accept me a little bit more. And I hope to pave the way for fuller bodies in music videos uh, during that time. And then I said, well, that opened doors within the urban fashion scene, whether it was like a Nietzsche, Mecca, all that stuff. So, um, and, and, I, and I'm like, they're embracing me, so let me run with it. And that's what I did. And I'm glad that I did. Because each level helped to give me skills and ability to prepare me for the next level. So, okay, I mastered this. You know, music videos 
taught me how to get ready to be in front of the camera for major acting roles. Mm. Not only that, it helped me to be a better model. You know, it helped me to learn set terminology, all of those things. If you really take inventory and learn and, and be a sponge wherever you are, wherever you are. So, I mean, I'm really glad that, um, that I allowed myself to go through the process and I didn't allow the nose to deter me from pushing forward. I was glad that I was able to find an agency that had, I did truthfully, I didn't even know that plus modeling existed when I started the, the lady who had sent me to my first agency just said, I'm going to send you to an agency that has women that look like you. And I was like, okay, I get there and it was Wilhelmina models and it was their 1020 board. And they had beautiful women who were anywhere between a size eight to a size 20. And they just had more meat on their bones. And I'm like, if this is where I have to be to be able to make my dreams come true, so be it. And I got in there and I dug in and I just continued to try to find my way, period. So was it easier trying to change yourself or did you find it easier being yourself? I found it easier being myself, but that doesn't mean that you still aren't going through the process or the storm. Come on. Because if society is a cookie cutter standard requirements or ways that you have to fit in an industry, it has that, then you're trying to fit into what they are asking for, you know, but I had to just say, okay, I'm here, but I'm just going to, keep finding my way. I'm going to keep pushing through. And although I'm being myself, sometimes it takes a second for people to catch on, appreciate, see where you're coming from and say, you know what? I, I, I know we said we were looking for girls who are size six, but she's beautiful. Undeniable. And she's got a great body. She has a great energy. She's, um, She's photogenic. Let's use her. Like we're wasting our time. We're sleeping on her. Let's use her. And those are the things that just, those are the moments that just started to happen. And, and I helped to create change and I'm, I'm thankful for that. You know, it just reminded me, you know, you talked about, um, you got to say how things are boxed in. And, you know, we hear it all the time. If you're a girl that loves to get her beauty, uh, you hear about the beauty box. And if we think about mm -hmm. it, trying to conform to sit in a box, how uncomfortable. But see, here's the thing. Mm -hmm. I was thinking about myself. This year has been very transitional, transformational. And I always tell people that, oh, it isn't mm -hmm. that it's easy because I'm growing in ways. Right. So if we're asking God if we're saying, hey, I aspire to be at this level. If we even take it back, if we want to say, biblically speaking of just like being in the potter's house and you think about that clay, uh -huh. it's about to be molded. It's about to be pulled. It's about to be, you know, contorted in the way so that it can fit. And guess what? I still got to test you under the fire because there's some strength uh -huh. that needs to so that you can have the capacity to hold. And so I love that you said that because I think sometimes just the way society is made up, uh -huh. we strive to conform but we forget that we're mm -hmm. celebrated for being different. 
Yes. And I call the, like the process, I call it the pruning Mm. because it's like the cutting away of things to make you bloom even more. You know, a flower, when we get flowers, it always says, you know, cut some of the stems off and it'll help your flowers to bloom. And you got to put it, shake that little powder and put it in the vase with the water. It helps it to bloom even more. But guess what? Cutting. Come on. On those flowers, it hurts. Mm. Mm. You know, maybe putting the flowers in the cold water. Ooh, you know, but. When you go through that process and then you're able to see that the flower and it blooms and it, the fragrance is all over your house and the, 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 the petals have opened up and they've made this beautiful shade. You're like, oh, okay. It had to go through the process. And I think sometimes what's a little scary about society now, a lot of people want to jump the process. They want to jump the process, but the process is where you get the skills and the tools so you're able to maintain where you're going. Because if you really want to go to another level, come on, you need to be, you need to know that you're able to carry this amount of weight. You need to know that you're able to go through this and that and still come out stronger and better. You have to go through the process. The process is how you get ready for your next level and your next level and your next level and your next level and your next level. That's that's just the truth. So don't fight the process or abandon the process. Go through the process. Come on. Be a victor in the process. Be a champion of the process. Show the process who's really boss. I love that. And it's just, as you were saying, like going up to each level, if we look at like we're ascending in our lives. And the reason I Mm -hmm. think it's so important because it's that focus you got to have because that wind is going to blow. You know, the rain is going to come, but you have to be an assurance that as long as you can look up, you can get up and you know where you're going because guess what? You got an idea of where you've been. And if you know that's not where you want to be, then the question is, where are you going and when are you going to make the decision? Had a conversation with a friend of mine the other day and wants to pursue modeling a male. And I told him, I said, well, you're going to have to start showing up for yourself. Because if I had awaited Lyris, I would have never even had been on the show with Timothy Snell because I would have said I'm not tall enough. And just like how you said initially coming mm-hmm. to the conversation, how important it is to just do it. Came on the show to get auditioned to get a makeover. Mm-hmm. They said, Dawn, like how you said, there's a pivot and there's a way when you walk in and your truth. Hey, you already have a fashion sense. How would you like mm-hmm. to get paid to be on the show? Don't tell me how my guy doesn't work. Lo and behold. Exactly. Timothy exactly. Snell is one of my people that I've looked up to in the industry who kind of gave an affirmation that I'm possible. It's Queen Latifah. Oh, you just happened to be the premier stylist. But guess what? Dawn had to show up. And as you were talking and you talked about how the flower and pruning the flower, you said something that was interesting that I think a lot of people can relate to. You talk about this, uh, the temperature of the water, a little cold, right? And we do this thing in life where we like to just test it. Oh, is it too cold? You're jumping back. You're jumping back. And, and in some instance, we can review that testing in kind of like our level of confidence. And I know that's something that you talk yes. about a lot. What is this idea how the importance of confidence? And then you talk about the notion of having a curvy confidence. 
Well, okay. Confidence is important because when we are able to have confidence, we're able to go out into the world and really, I believe, stand boldly in our purpose. Come on. Uh, try different things, be who we really feel we are when we're confident. And curvy confidence is kind of related to my curvy sisters, my plus size sisters, hey. my full figure sisters out there. So I have to put dubs on it and say curvy confidence. I want you to stand boldly in your curvy confidence. I want you to remember that even though you are thick or fat, whether that's a P-H-A-T or F-A-T, that you are still awesome and beautiful just as you are. That God don't make no junk. Come on. Period. What? Period. Period. And Um, Your curvy confidence is important because if we really paid attention to the messages that are out there that program us and tell us who we are supposed to be, and this has been going on for eons, hundreds of years, you know, you're supposed to look like this and your body's supposed to be this way. And if you're this size, you know, all these stigmas attach. Well, if you're over 150 pounds, you're lazy, you're this, you're, you're not good enough. That's a lie. So stand in your curvy confidence, know who you are, know that your size doesn't limit you from where you can go in your life your size doesn't limit the fact doesn't uh tell you that you aren't beautiful please some of the most beautiful women i know plus size queens come on curvy queens so stand in your curvy confidence because when you are sure of who you are in your heart in your body and in your mind i'm telling you when you go out into the world that curvy confidence, it bleeds into everything that you do. It bleeds into how you talk, how you walk, how you uh, command a room. So that's why your curvy confidence is so important. Wow. And, and I just even like how you describe that. And just as your book, make the world your runway. Because when you think about it, when somebody's on the runway, all eyes on her. All eyes on him. And we need to walk with our heads up as if the world is watching because they are. And like you said, when you decide to show up as you are, be confident and bold as you are, you give people permission to treat you as the king Mm -hmm. or queen that you are. Yes. And, And like make the world your runway is it's my book is like I'm not asking you to be lyrics because there's only one lyrics this is the book for you to help you be your best you mm. for you to um for you to be successful for you to be confident for you to uh redefine your purpose that's what make the world your runway is about this book is like it takes situations from my model life and, and if you were to smash a life class together, that's what this book is about. It's the owner's manual for you to be your best you. Wow. Because how we show up in the world is how we color the world. Ha, say when it you again. Show up with your freckles. 
when you show up with your uh your you know somebody has big red hair when you show up with your outfit with your fringe or your thigh high boots or you know how you dress how you speak how you command the room how, when you look good you feel good come on when you feel good those feelings color the world so that's you making the world your runway how you show up in life that's how you make the world your runway Oh my gosh, you got me feeling all butterflies and stuff inside. I almost started to bust out and start walking up here right now. Let's go. <laughs> so let's yes, dive into please, the book. Please get the book. The book is on Amazon. Uh, you can go to Amazon.com, put in Make the World Your Runway, or put in my name, Lyris Cross. Or if you would like a signed copy, go to my website, which is Lyris, C L I R I S C.com. Look. Click on the book tab and then scroll down to the PayPal button and order your book. There you have it. And, you know, just to have an idea of you gracing the covers of American Vogue, Essence, British Cosmopolitan, Vibe, it goes on and on. But now you've you've changed the tune. And I think just like you talked about in your book and how you've mentioned, the first thing you've been talking about is just purpose, finding your purpose. And I feel like purpose is kind of like roots, right? It's the foundation of what we stand on. And thank God, just like you had a loving father, both parents. But having mm -hmm. that seed, that planted, and here you are. You've, you've graced so many covers, so many runways. And now you say, you know what? Let me use this branch and give out yeah. some more in these pages that are now I can color life in a different way. And we talk about like just some of the principalities that you mentioned in your book. Um, you talked about living your purpose. Mm-hmm. How does one necessarily prepare for a success that they may not feel like it's, they can, it's in grasp of their hands? Ooh. Well, this is the thing. We don't know till we try. Hello? <laughs> you don't know till you try. And my thing is this. You may try and it may not totally work immediately or it may not be the thing that you realize is for you. But if you try something, you're going to figure out the next move for yourself. There are instruments that I've tried. And I'm like, you know what? I didn't like, I, I thought I would like this, but I didn't like this. Or I'm not that great at this. But then what did it then teach me? It taught me an appreciation for different styles of music. Mm -hmm. It helped me to gain a new friend, uh, maybe in a class uh -huh. or, or met somebody who was the coach. And we have a longstanding friendship. And then that person introduced me to someone else. The thing is, you never know till you try. Prepare, though. Prepare by taking the class, reading the course, gathering information, immersing yourself in the culture of whatever it is that you want to do. When you come to, to the situation as prepared as possible, that's a game changer. Cause think about it. When you prepare for a test, you have a certain level of confidence Come on, and you're able to go after it a whole lot better. So you may not be the math whiz, but because you really studied and you really got all the information that you needed for this test, I, I guarantee you this, you're going to have a better try and you're probably going to have way better results than if you didn't. So just prepare and just try. 
You're not going to know if you're going to succeed or not until you try. And as they say, nothing beats failure. Nothing beats failure but a try. Yeah. And, and we also learn from failure. Some of the things, think about some of the, the situations in your life that didn't work out how you wanted to. But you got a lesson or a skill or you got a perspective that helped to change your life for the better. Failure, a lot of times, is just a rerouting to put us on a new path or a different path or for us to learn something about ourselves. So we can't even look at failure as really failing because if you're open, you're able to learn within your mistakes. And being open is where like the best things flow. Come on, because I'm not trying to hold on to it. I'm trying to move and flow with it. Yes, yes. I invite ease into my life. Mm. I don't want to have to fight for jobs anymore. I don't want to fight for abundance. I believe in ease. I believe in abundance. And I just do my part and let life happen. But I'm putting my best foot forward. I'm getting as prepared as possible for whatever it is that I want to do. But I've invited ease into my life. And literally the past few years have been amazing. I've rested in ease. I know I come prepared. I know that I'm capable of doing my job. And I'm letting whatever jobs or situations or people find me. Mm. Period. Period. I don't want to fight for for what? Right. I didn't work for many years. I don't work too hard. No. Let me rest in this ease and know that God is capable. God is abundant. God uh, sees the work that I'm doing, and He's going to continue to put the super on my natural. Oh, and I I'm all about the supernatural. I'm up here just rocking. Because I just happened to think of Purvis's <laughs> book. And it just, you know, because just like you said, when we're constantly in this tug of war, it's a fight. And it's mm-hmm. like, when do you stop surviving and understanding that it's time to live? And then mm-hmm. I just thought of Purvis Taylor and his book, Survival. Yes. I'm trying yes. to thrive with my life. Let's get to the next level. And mm-hmm. it's, it was just so interesting as you were just talking about um, the whole notion of when we're failing, right? Mm-hmm. And how important it is because how we find another way not to do something. But I look at some opportunities that didn't work out as I thought they should have. And mm-hmm. I realized that indeed I wasn't ready yet. And mm-hmm. I think when we get that ease, that whole when we allow the supernatural, because we've already put yeah. the intentions out there, right? Yes. So allowing God to do the work, I realized that there were some things I had to pick up because if we're constantly trying to force something to make it happen, it's just the same as you taking a flower out of the ground and expecting it to thrive for weeks at a time. That's yeah. not how it works. Yeah. We got to cultivate the soil. Yes. We got to make sure the nutrients are there. And then guess what? And the soil is dirty. Yes. It's dark. Mm-hmm. But it's full of life. Yes. And even no matter how much the crap everybody want to put on, guess what? It ain't nothing but a little fertilizer. That's right. And that's why I think it's so interesting in your book as well. Make the world your one way. You talk about this whole notion of finding your voice, but then also Mm -hmm. 
building your it factor. Mm -hmm. What is that about? Your it factor is like the special thing about you. I feel like we are all born with like a secret sauce, Mm. a it factor, the thing that makes us special, whether it's a skill or whether it's your voice or whether it's your smile or it's the way that you see and process things. We all have a it factor. We have a thing that, um, you know, like it's like somebody, well, this person is a dancer, but the person that makes that person an amazing dancer is they have a certain je ne sais quoi about mm-hmm. them. So a lot of times we have to find like, what is the the secret sauce to our recipe? What is the thing that is unique about us? The things, and, and I'm going back to something I said earlier, a lot of times the thing that we think is our flaw or our liability, a lot of times can be our asset. That can be the it factor. That can be the game changer. That can be the difference in our lives. So take inventory and find that special thing about you. What sets you apart? What makes you different? You know, it's just like um, sometimes people will say, well, did you see such and such person? I can't believe they stole my idea. But yeah, but that person can do the same thing that you do, but they're not going to do it like how you do it, when you do it at all, because you are you. So when you rest in the it factor and what you bring to the table, that's a game changer. That's a game changer. I I had to exhale um, because (laughs) it just reminds me, and there's a song, I I just had my little praise going on this morning with the Clark sisters. And there's in one song, it talks about resting in your father's hands. Mm. And despite what's going on, peace, be still. Mm-hmm. Just be easy. Go on with the mm-hmm. flow. Understanding that the persistence may look like it's a resistance, but actually it is an assistance to get you mm-hmm. where you got to go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So speaking of that, what do you hope people will take away when they purchase your book? Ooh. <sighs> Actually, it's one of the things that I usually sign inside the book. And that is deepened purpose, mm-hmm. uh, renewed mindset, and of course, confidence. Because there's going to be certain things in the book that you're like, oh, I, I knew that before. Yeah, but you needed to be reminded of Hello, it. Hello, somebody. You needed to be reminded of it. Or, you know what? I went through that situation before, but I didn't look at it that way. That's that renewed mindset, you know? Or if it gives you the confidence. I had a a lady who um, has been a nurse and she had some artistic things that she's always wanted to do. And she said, after reading your book, I had the confidence to put words to the ideas that I have been holding on for years and voice that to my husband and my family and say, I know that I'm a nurse and I know that this is what I do, but I also want to do this. And she was like, thank you for giving me the confidence through your book to find the confidence, which was already in me. Because truthfully, 
all the tools that we need is already come in on, Lyrics, come on, we, come on. We just have to tap in. Tap in. It's they don't say there. find your true potential. They say tap into your true potential. Like, like I think it's uh, Saweetie, tap, tap, tap in. Tap, tap in. What? Facts. Facts on facts on facts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is the thing hello somebody you know you were talking and this is something a quote that came to me years ago because I feel like I'm old now but when I was in college I went to Howard HU but uh, hey. A quote, hey a quote came across me and it said what allows a diamond to shine are the mm-hmm. multitudes of cuts that have been placed within it mm-hmm. one of the strongest minerals in the world but it's glorified for its imperfections what do I mean by mm-hmm. that it's those cuts, whether it says no, it's those self-reflections that it may not be easy. It's another cut of whatever challenge or obstacle. But just like you said, and how you've been saying in the book, since you got on here, whether it's finding your purpose, tapping into your true potential, but finding you when you decide mm-hmm. to step in the light. Hello, vitamin D. When you decide to step in the yes. light. You began to be your great asset. And guess what? You allow a reflection. You start to color the world because when a diamond shines, what happens? Mm-hmm. We see all yes. red, blue, yellow, green. Now, if yes. only that we can get that reflection in ourselves. So I want to say thank you. Thank you for that oh, book. Thank you. Thank you. I'm just, I'm, I'm so proud how it is helping other people to, like you said, see the reflection, see themselves in a new way. Yeah, you looked in the mirror every day, but now that you've been reading the book, you're looking at yourself real different. You're seeing yourself with a set of new eyes. You're seeing yourself with a new mindset. So you're stepping outside your door and you're attacking life way different than you did before. You're stepping out in your purpose. You're being your best you. You're being more authentic. Come on. And that's what it's all about. Because my thing is this. When we all truly step into our purpose and we are living our best lives. Come on. Think about the domino effect that has on our whole society. How much, you know how they say how much stronger we are as a unit? We're so much stronger when we stand in our purpose, when we're living purposefully, when we're living confidently, when we are really stepping out and being authentic. We're able to really make this world a better place, really make America great. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Hi. Hello. Um, and, and, and just as you said, it's like another thing. It is a domino effect. Mm-hmm. And it's just like imagine. And we're all mm-hmm. these stars twinkling in the sky. And we yes. aggregate it together to be of some type of assimilation of that of the sun, the light that we shine. And here's the yes. thing. When they say, even treat thy neighbor as you treat yourself, right? Yes. Well, if I walk in authority and I walk in glorifying who I am and who I'm meant to be, mm-hmm. it's like dealing with somebody that has an all white outfit on. We're both mm-hmm. making sure we stay clean. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm making sure that you're, you're good and I'm good because I would want the best for myself as I would want for you. Yes. Yes. And yes. like you said, when you do that, it's, it's not a, a, a sense of 
what's taken. That's that whole fighting thing that you talked about. It's an overflow. Mm-hmm. And the well doesn't run dry. Stop it. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, and, and sidebar, it serve from your overflow. Come on. I will admit, I have um, in my life, I've been get, uh, guilty mm-hmm. of not giving to Dawn first. Mm-hmm. And not in a selfish sense, but to say, let me make sure that I can offer my authentic self because whether it be my relationships, whether it mm-hmm. be my job or my family, I need to show up as Dawn. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that overextension of yourself is forgetting about yourself. And guess what? That lack that I gave to myself is the lack upon you. And just like you said, that domino effect. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, and look, and that is a balancing act that is always going to a lot of times go out of whack for a lot of us, mm-hmm. especially being Americans, because we're, we're go, brought go, go. up to go, 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 go. But my thing is, once you know better, you do better. So once you realize Okay, I've been putting other people first. I, okay, let me recalibrate. Let me start over. Let me hit the reset button. Uh, this month, I'm going to focus on getting back on track to serve for my overflow. And for those people who may not understand what we're talking about, it, you know, it's like the cup. With the saucer is the candle, but <laughs> the cup with the saucer, you want to serve from here. You don't want to serve from an empty cup because you done ran here, did this for everybody else. And then you have nothing left for you. Take care of you. Be good to you. And then serve from the overflow that you have after taking care of you. And then when all that's said and done. We need to make sure the world knows that it's our runway, right? That's right. That's <laughs> right. That's right. So get out there. Work if you if you want to take twenty twenty one. Okay, you know twenty twenty has been some type of year, but I'm going to work on twenty twenty one. I want to look good. I want to feel good because when you look good, you feel good, and you hey. you know you want. I want everybody's inside and outside to evenly match you know and that's what this book is about that's what this book is about if you can think it you can do it Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so tell us again where can we find the book please get the book on amazon uh it is available worldwide and also go to my website if you would like a signed copy at lyrisc.com l-i-r-i-s-c.com and hit the book tab and then scroll to the bottom and click on that paypal button and i will get a signed copy to you as soon as possible I love it. And if people are listening and they say, wow, this Kirby Queen is the shiznail. I want to follow you. Where can they find you on social media? Yes, please follow me at um, on Instagram and Twitter at Lyris C, which is L-I-R-I-S-C. On Facebook, I have a public figure page as well as a personal page, but uh, my personal page also allows you to follow me. But um, those are both under Lyris Cross. My last name is Cross with the E at the end. So I always say Iris with an L in front of it, Cross with an E at the end. 
So Lyris Cross, you can find me on Facebook. You can find me on uh, Instagram and Twitter at Lyris C. You can find me on TikTok. You can find me on YouTube uh, as well. So um, just look at my website. I mean, my YouTube is under youtube.com backslash L-O-A-W model. For that's short for life of a working model. Hello. Yes. Well, Liris, <laughs> I want to thank you so much for showing up in your authentic self. Oh, thank for you making so the decision to live life on purpose and for purpose. To be an advocate of something that I have modeled my life after, and that as far as speaking life. And to bless in the world with something that you found was an asset or a gift to yourself to share in your overflow with your book. Make the world your runway. Thank you. Thank you. This was a great chat. I really appreciate it. Shimmy, yes. <laughs> yes, honey. Okay. <laughs> Thank you so much. Truth be told, I was really looking forward to having Lyris on because, you know, as a curvy girl, I understand the plight of having to make the world see you as you are and not who they want you to be. And I just love the sense of resonance that we seem to have in order to make sure that we overcame and that we continue to overcome and have grace as we are overcoming. And y'all know this podcast is a part of that. The world so badly wants to put people down, to shout at them, to stay in their place, to tell them what they can and what they cannot do. But when I think of this show and all the work of people like Lyris, uh, former guests, and people like you and me who continue to do the work to spread positivity in the realm of possibility, it brings joy to my heart. So thank you, Lyris, for sitting down to talk with me. And if you're interested in following Lyris, you can find her on Instagram and Twitter at Lyris C and on her website at LyrisC.com. You can also get a copy of Lyris's new book, Make the World Your One Way on Amazon or on her website. As always, you can catch us here in your phone or whichever smart device you use every Monday for more inspiring conversations and insights. And if you're looking to get even more vitamin D in your life, you can follow me at Dawn Day Speaks on Instagram and Twitter. And until next time, always remember, you are your greatest asset. <laughs>